0: The eastern coast of Nicaragua is expansive. It's where dense tropical rainforests are crisscrossed with rivers, and where wide brown lagoons connect to the Caribbean Sea. What does it mean to be Creole in Nicaragua? As I traveled along the Caribbean coast this summer, I asked people this question. More often than not, they turned to music or to food to explain what their culture means to them. Our food shapes us as do the lifestyle choices connected to our food. Pressures of globalization are affecting Creole food and culture. We're headed to the farm, the lagoon, and the city to understand the impact these pressures are having and what's being done to keep food traditions alive.
1: Yes, you give them good life. They like when you give them meat. <laughs> Come. <laughs> Pretty chicken then. My name is Connie Tinoco. I'm from Rocky Pine. We're at the
0: home of Miss Connie. She lives here with her husband in a two-story wood house surrounded by roaming chickens, horses, and pigs. Her house is a 30-minute walk down a winding dirt path past coconut groves, cacao trees, and pastures. This is the Rocky Point community on the eastern coast of Nicaragua. There are about
1: 60 families here, and the nearest town is a 20-minute bus ride away. I have a garden. In my garden I have um, all types of plants. I have coffee, guanabana, mangoes, orange. We grow pine, pineapple. We plant beans one time for the year. We plant rice one time for the year. Coconut is one of Miss Connie's biggest crops and one of the most important. With it, she
0: can make coconut oil and uses the coconut waste product to feed her hogs. She then sells the oil and the pigs to help her children through university on the Pacific side
1: of Nicaragua. I work here on the farm. I raise hogs and make coconut oil. With the coconut oil, the trash and the water from the coconut oil, I feed my hogs them. So I do a double. Double work, <laughs> yes. Both oils and hard, That a little income coming in because my husband's salary is small and I have three children in the Pacific studying. We identify ourselves as Creole because we are mixed. So for us, Creole means mix. I am Creole. <laughs> I am Creole.
0: Miss Connie, like the majority of people in Rocky Point, is Creole. Creoles are Afro-descendant peoples all along the Caribbean side of Central America.
1: Rocky Point has been a center of Creole farming for generations. From a child we used to come Rocky Point with my father. We used to, my father had a cocoa farm and we used to come pick cocoa and birth it, get it ready or come be with him. Because he used to live back here. I used to feel free. I always love rocky Pine, and my husband loves rocky Pine, so we decided to, to live back here.
0: The fruits, vegetables, grains, and animals grown on the soil are vital to Miss Connie's farming community and are the foundation for many Creole dishes.
1: Yes, almost what we eat is Creole cooking. For example, rondon rice and beans, super fresco. Breadfruit cake that is coming from our forefathers. Rondon is a coconut milk-based curry
0: with plantains, fish, yuca, and other tubers. Wherever you
1: go on the coast, you're sure to
0: find someone cooking a big pot of Rondon.
1: Why, When I say come from our forefathers, that comes from a way, about that's traditional. We, not everybody follow it. I, yes, I am one of them that follow, because I grew with my grandfather and I did so love my grandfather. All those things I keep in my mind to always remember him. Because he used to be who mind me and take care of me and I used to, he used to cook all those things. The food that my grandparents and me used to cook is very important and that is what identify me as a Creole. Not only is Miss
0: Connie's food important to her Creole culture, it's important for her family. Miss Connie's husband and brother-in-law are also part of the Rocky Point community.
2: My name is Kenneth Fox. My wife, is known as uh, Connie, Connie Tinoco. Well, um, I live with my family out there in Rocky Point, but um, also well, I, I work with an NGO. The acronym is uh, FADCANIC. It's Spanish meaning for Foundation for Autonomy and Development of the Atlantic Coast of Nicaragua.
3: Everybody know me here in Rocky Point. My real name is Edward Fats, I'm Kenneth, brother.
0: Connie, Kenneth and Edward all said that coconut is at the center of all the traditional foods. Coconut oil is used to fry and coconut milk is the basis of many dishes.
3: I have good like five years now making coconut. It's a big process. First you have to pick, pick up the coconut then, then you go and you hook them. After that you chip, then you take the grater, and grater then. you squeeze the milk like, more or less like a bucket and a half of water.
0: Making coconut oil is a long process. Each week finds Miss Connie and Edward working away to chip and grate coconuts. After you squeeze and press the grated coconut with water to get out the coconut milk, you put the milk on an outdoor fire to boil.
3: Then the oil floats on top of the water. And then you skim it off, take a little dish, and skim off the oil after the top, use the oil, that's in real coconut oil.
1: I don't buy oil. When I need oil, I have my own coconut oil, and when I need to cook any other thing, I use coconut. Yeah. We don't use the other oil because it's more healthy, and that is less money for me to buy because I make it. Miss Connie and her family still use
0: coconut their traditional way. Edward took me outside to make criminal. Criminal, spelled with a K, is a Creole drink, more like a rich smoothie, that's made of coconut milk and boiled breadfruit.
3: You, how you peel the breadfruit, and then you cut it as small as you can, Back with back you put it to boil as much as you can boil, soft as you can. Soft it it boil it, the easier it is to beat. This is the old-time system. The old people used to call it the wabool stick. This one we use for, for beating.
0: The wabool stick is made of wood, with the bark stripped away. The flat bottom of the stick is used to beat the soft-boiled breadfruit into a pulp.
3: So we beat it as fine as we can get it. As fine as we can go we beat it, then the boiled water we throw in another pan, because the same boiled water we used to mix it back, yeah. Then we have the coconut, we grate the coconut again and get the cream out of it, then we just mi- mix it again with the breadfruit. Criminal, yeah.
0: <laughs> you don't be a surprise, Not all people still make food like
1: Miss Connie and her family. They don't want to grate a coconut to cook with. They rather go and buy the palm oil. They think hard to go and grate a coconut, grate and make a nice rice and beans with coconut, or a rum down. That is too much work. And that's not good for the health. Coconut is healthier, but they know that too hard for them. They're losing the tradition totally. Miss Connie is worried that losing the traditional cooking will mean losing her culture. Your identity is your language, your food, your way of living. You have plenty of Creole people that maybe they have a little bit more money, so they don't want to raise a chicken. So that's what's happening, they're changing the tradition. They their tradition. They're losing their identity because they don't want to cook their food. They're looking easier way to live.
0: One threat to Ms. Connie and her Creole culture is palm oil. Outsiders are planting palm plantations near Rocky Point. These oil companies are in competition with Ms. Connie's coconut oil
1: business and pose a threat to her food culture. We right here close to we, we have the African, um, what they call the Palma Africana de Kukra Hill. But they take it out, carry it Costa Rica, when then bring back the isle, come at all at a high price.
4: Our culture is in danger. It is in danger. My name is John Watson. I'm currently the syndical of Rocky Point.
0: John Watson is a member of the communal government. He works in the Rocky Point area. He spoke about how palm oil is pressuring Creole farmers to move away from their traditional foods and to grow palm in place of their food crops.
4: My food had changed. Yes. We used to use a lot of coconut to cook with that uh, coconut food we used to use. Them time we used to use coconut oil, not vegetable oil. But since now, you know, I mean, that coming in is much easier. We just go and buy that. I remember back in the this, back in the 70s, we used to produce like a banana in Cochrane. That stopped. It come to the cane, we used to produce sugar in Cochrane. That stopped. Now we're producing palm, palm oil. Where did the palm oil go? The raw material go to Costa Rica to be refined. And I'll watch the behind the trash for Nicaragua.
1: The palm is getting bigger and bigger. The palm oil companies make big
0: profits on the coast, and all the palm grown in this area is shipped down to Costa Rica for refinement, before it's brought back and sold in the markets. The companies have been trying to expand their plantations over the last few years.
2: People from the Palm Company approach us, no? to establish uh, African palm on our territory. Well, we, we told them that uh, we don't want them to do in establishing African palm plantation on our, our lands. The establishment of the palm plantation is practically surrounding um, the southern border of our municipality.
0: These nearby palm plantations create economic competition with local coconut businesses, alters the food being eaten, and brings in unwanted pests that can harm the coconut groves. The palm
1: affects a lot because it bring a lot of insects. That affect our, our coconuts. Because our coconut is family palm. So you bring the picudo. With the piculo, you have the sickness, what ne rojo, what kill the coconut. And you have the bugs, what eat from the bottom. So you have one eating from the top and one eating. And it's the palm bring them. To fight off the insects, the palm companies spray huge amounts of pesticides.
4: The palm produce a lot of employment but it also bring a lot of um, distress. Because of that, you know, they're only interested in one thing, in taking up our property, our lands. At any cost, they're going to get it. You know, the, the pesticide that they use, they use a lot of pesticide. They fumigate every minute. You see Manning, right, fumigating, I mean. Those pesticides, when the rainy weather comes, it washes right down in the river. And by getting in the river, it comes to the lagoon. And because of that, you know, we have a lot of dead fish in the lagoon, you understand? A lot of us speculate that it's from the palm, and we could say it's from the palm, because that's where the pesticide is used, you understand? But if you say an investigation, come out and investigate and conclude that's where it's coming from, it will never happen.
0: We're at the wharf in the lagoon near Rocky Point. Small wooden kayaks bob next to the dock as larger motorboats come in with the day's catch. We've come here to talk to the fishers themselves to see how the introduction of the palm is threatening the fishing economy and compounding scarcity issues.
1: Now we have maybe like practically almost 500 fishermen so now everything gets
3: more scarce and bring snooks, yeah. and build and come out, and jack, and stuff like that. But right now, the fish is getting low. Why? I don't know why.
1: What usually happens now is, like, they're using more, more traps, more gill nets, more to reach that production.
0: The catches are getting lower, and there are more boats in the lagoon. The people
1: in Rocky Point are feeling the impacts. They soon have no fish. When we was younger, like if a man go fishing, everybody else what didn't go fishing, they go to the farm and you change a fish for banana, fish for whatsoever. So when they come, you just go to the water, you get everybody get the fish and go home. Yeah, but no, I remember when we was small, the jackfish, no one buy jackfish. So when they go and catch those big, jack- you just give it away. I know one little piece is 50 curdiva.
2: The fish is very important. You make rondon out of chicken. <laughs> it's not the same. Rondon, rondon is fish. Rondon is fish.
0: Fish is essential for rondon, and for many of the Creole dishes. But higher prices and fewer fish make it all much more difficult. To add to the problem, the fish from the lagoon is being shipped out of the community to keep profits up.
1: It's something that the whole basin depend on. So then we have to have some market somewhere and to, to continue taking out production. We send it to Bluefields. they um, select it and get it prepared, send it to Managua and it continue going till we export it to the outer country.
0: The fish that don't leave the country go to nearby Bluefields, the biggest city on the eastern coast of Nicaragua, with a population of about 50,000 people. Part of the reason the fish go here is because there's not much left in the Bluefields Bay due to contamination and overfishing. Creole people in Bluefields, such as Derby Gay Sterling, are facing similar pressures as their rural counterparts.
5: Once you could go right out there from the wharf, there where you come into, and throw your net and get any amount of fishes, big streams and everything. No, because of the contamination, of, it's polluted. People still fish there and eat it because they, they, they have no other choice. But it's not healthy because all the garbage goes there, all the contaminations go there, and the fishes are contaminated,
0: I would say. Traditional Creole food is also changing in the city, while palm plantations and overfishing are two of the biggest factors of change in rural areas. In blue fields, globalization is pressuring people to give up their cultural identities and conform to generic city lifestyle.
1: This
5: is my sister's home, Santa Rosa, with my daughter, Tiffany and my grandson Jeremiah, my grandniece, Sierra, and a neighbor. One uh, of Sierra little friends. Come Cianita. Sienna and Sierra, they are my mm-hmm. sister's grandchildren. This is a, a ladies' home. no no boys. <laughs> Bring that papa times. Thank you. Oh, oh sweet.
0: Come let me wipe you come. Both Miss Connie and Miss Gay make criminal, but they do it differently. While on Rocky Point they would grate the coconut and pound the breadfruit by hand, in the city they have a stove, a blender, and they buy grated coconut. Then we're gonna peel the breadfruit and put it to boil.
5: Mm-hmm. I can't handle this kind of knife, man. Mama, Uy, terrible. Okay. Yeah man. Mama. And we are Mama. waiting until the breadfruit is
0: cooked. Then we are gonna blend it with the coconut milk and make or criminal. Food is changing in the city. They're using easier processes, but Miss Gay is still making the same Creole dishes. She still drinks her criminal and she still prepares her rondon.
5: It's easier not to be real Creole. It's easier to to buy the things instead of just doing things the traditional way. You know, it was, it was harder. No, you have a lot of facilities in the city. Have you, as you had seen, we just go to the shop and ask for a coconut. That girl chipped the coconut and grater it and sell it. I don't like grater coconut. <laughs> this is Mr. Bigay's sister. I don't like to grit her coconut. I, I, it's like it a lot of time and it's some time, you know, it Cut you and, did you grater before coconut? Did you? You like it? You don't <laughs> like it either? <do> <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a difficult, so I rather to, um, like, how gay did it, bite, and then you just squeeze it out. And ma- no matter of fact, I hardly eat coconut food. But I like it. Not say I don't like it. I like it, but it's a lot more work. didn't put more time with the food. Black people doesn't even want to grate coconut. No, uh, it's too much work. And for rundown you have to chip and grate the, the traditional way. So it's easier for them to cook chicken, rice, and whatever else, you know. And 20 years from now, I don't know what will be the come of of the course. Um, First, they used to use a wobble stick, and then you beat it, mash it. Well, I personally haven't used one of them because it's easier to blend it. Creole food means, to me, identity, identity because um, it's, it is something that
0: distinguishes
5: the different groups.
0: Pressures to conform and discard Creole culture are very present in the city. Being Afro-descendant in a mostly Hispanic nation comes with its difficulties.
5: Globalization, the main objective of globalization is to, to bring everybody together and be as one. Ethnicity is individuality. It's difference. It's, that is what makes us different. Each ethnic group have their own lifestyle, their own way of seeing the world, their own way of living, which is different from the others. But then globalization say no, everybody got to dress the same, talk the same, eat
0: the same, and think the same. The influx of foreign goods and ideas is having a measurable impact on ethnic Creole food and culture.
5: The developed countries, who are the ones behind this, they are projecting their stuff, their products and everything, their ideologies, their everything towards the underdeveloped countries which are us. And soon we become dependent of them. By consuming their products, by dressing using their clothes, especially the eating. It's bad in the sense that it affects the identity of a people. It's a world movement. It's globalization. <laughs> it's it's something to think about. Levern. Do you have sugar? Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. You see it? It's
5: gone, man. want some sarah? No, I don't like sugar.
0: She's trying to get back to her roots and hold on to her Afro Creole heritage.
5: I know you can last your identity. You can. If you, if, you, if you are not mindful, or if you are not careful, or you move to another area where, and you separate yourself from your people, if you are not sure or not well farming in your identity, you cannot see. Mm. The food, coming back to the food, is very important. Why we appreciate Rondon is the strongest food in our astronomy, and it comes from Africa because I had met a lot of African people who came to pass and we were friends and they cooked Rondon just like us. That makes me more proud to be black and, and proud of my Rondon. Some people is not satisfied with the way they are. And that I think the background would be a conflict of identity. When you don't have your roots clear, I, I think that's just my opinion, you know. <laughs>
0: To teach her children to appreciate their black Creole identity, she's trying to lead by example through the food she prepares. And soon, she wants to do even more.
5: I'm planning actually to go to the bush and do some farming, (laughs) yeah. Um, A friend is is giving me 10 manzanas of land, so I'm going to plant beans and rice and anything I can plant when I get the financing. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to get a project or something, you know. At this age that I have, I feel like I need to plan some, something to leave for my children and grandchildren. Yeah, so when I pass away and I leave this world, they would remember my grandmother or my mother did this.
0: Ms. Gay says that farming has been something important to her people for generations. Going back to farming is a way she can take pride in her heritage.
5: People look at you as cruel because you speak cruel and because you're black. But um, cruel is more than that. It's not all. Cruel is being proud of your blackness, know about your history, know about your roots, and have the knowledge to understand that being cruel, we do things different from the rest. Although black is offensive for many, People don't tolerate blackness. I make my children them know: your hair is like this, your skin is like this, because this is who you are, and be proud of it. Because black is beautiful, and it's a standing color.
0: In the coming years, Miss Gay hopes to head back to the bush to teach by example for her children and go back to her Creole roots through farming.
5: It's very important for us, the parents, to teach our children about our history, our culture, tradition, where we came from. Why are we here? What are we supposed to be doing here? Because if we don't teach them, then they would know. How would they know? We have to teach them.
0: But even in the country, there are challenges. Many youth from Rocky Point are leaving and not coming back. The elders are concerned about the loss of their culture if the youth don't stay.
2: Sometimes we, sometime we look at the situation and we say it's very sad. no? It's sad that our elders have been working these land in Rocky Point for so much time. No? They would wear the land, they have the kids, the kids would migrate out looking, studying and not return back to the community.
0: Creoles leaving the community means that the food traditions are being lost or left behind. Many young people go to the Pacific side of Nicaragua to study, and stay there. Miss Connie works hard to make enough money from her coconut oil and pigs to put her three children through school. She knows that they need an education, but realizes that many youth aren't the same after they leave
1: and even my children, I imagine they're going to be different because they have to be pacific like five six years so they're going to change but I just tell them they have to remain with their language their food and their way of being because that makes me
2: If the If the youth does not see the farm as a source of economical income then it's like they would not come back home so then That's one of the big challenges that we have around um, the Rocky Point community, that we need to begin to work these farms, not only for um, comply with self-sufficiency, but we have to begin to think about them as uh, small units that could generate income and make it more attractive to our youths.
0: To help make farming more attractive, they're looking for ways to improve their community's ability to work together. One way is through a co-op.
2: The members of the communal assembly of Rocky Point. One of the things that we try trying to do with this cooperative is to create a communal fund in which families from the Rocky Point community could have access to small loans to enhance their agricultural activities. We have been a we community mis- that has been
1: impoverished. Em- we get poor because poverty rentals, is in our And say we need to and the, water, the main objective of the CUP is to export coconut oil. You have 13 farmers that have two mansanas or three mansanas of coconut starch produce. That means we could produce sufficient oil to export. But we need to know where. Where we're going to see. Because you have people that don't exploit us already. So we're going to look market. You see, being co-op, we could find a good market. Maybe. It's going to be a good benefit for us. From last year we was trying till now we reached to that level. I think we dare know. now.
0: The co-op may allow members of the Rocky Point community to expand their coconut oil production and help incentivize the return of their children. This is their chance to keep their kids connected to their Creole traditions. When I asked Miss Connie and Kenneth if they think that their kids will come back, both paused.
2: Well, that's all the hope we have. That's all the hope we have. I mean, it's something that we need to take into account.
1: I hope, I hope, We are celebrating the
0: 27th, Apagas, the Crab Soup Day on the Carn Island. Crab Soup Day is an important celebration for Creoles. It's a time of traditional food, a time when people come back
1: to their roots. Every year I'm here. Every year I'm here for this crab soup. It's just a big tradition, yes. that the people them come from all over the land to enjoy the crab soup. Oh yes, I love it, I love it. When I go, I don't go to eat rice and beans or nothing, I just go to eat the crab because it's so delicious. (laughs) I will be keep on doing it forever, (laughs) yeah.
0: There are big changes happening on the eastern coast of Nicaragua. Creole people are being pressured to alter and give up their traditional food. Whether it's the palm plantations pushing out traditional agriculture, excessive fish exportation reducing stocks in the lagoon, or homogenizing pressures in the city, what's at stake here is more than just food. This is about identity. In spite of these challenges, much is being done to hold on to what matters most. Creole people are retaining their rondon and criminal. They're teaching their children the importance
1: of their heritage and finding ways to celebrate their rich history and culture on the coast. According to me, how I train my children, it will be better. Tradition, you food, your language, that makes you a people. When you forget your food, your language, you forget yourself.
0: This project wouldn't have been possible without the generous support and time of Miss Connie, Mr. Kenneth, Edward, Ms. Gay and her family, and numerous other Creole fishers, cooks, and bakers. A special thank you to the Stanford Storytelling Project, the Brayden Storytelling Grant, Jake Warga, Claire Schoen, and the Bluefield Sound System. I'm Maria Dorr.